0: Welcome to How Leaders Lead. I'm Kula Callahan, here to bring you another edition of Three More Questions with David Novak. David, it's always such a treat to have these shows with you. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, and I'm really looking forward to talking about our guests last week. We had a great conversation with Gail Troberman, the president and CMO of iHeartMedia, and she's a real creative force. One of the things that really drives her leadership is that passion to go for big ideas, and I, I enjoyed listening to her.
0: I so enjoyed this conversation and I resonated a lot with a lot of things that Gail said, particularly when she talked about the fact that she talks really fast and she thinks really fast. It's part of the reasons why she's such an effective creative, but I was also thinking to myself, I think really fast and I talk really fast too. Maybe Gail and I should hang out sometime.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe that'd be a good thing because you guys would certainly be able to understand each other. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, let's dive into the three questions for today. Question number one. Gail says that one of the mantras she has at iHeartMedia is this, urgency wins, chaos is okay. David, what's your take on this?
1: Well, it sounds really nice. And and I think I'd have to say I agree uh, with an asterisk. You know, One of the things that I always believed that I should ask as a leader, anytime I saw a presentation or somebody presented an idea to me based on the definition of reality and and what needed to be done, I always said, so what? Okay, you just presented something, so what? What's the big so what of this? Why is this a big idea? And we'd really dig deep into why it was a big idea and whether it could really be something that could help drive our business. And then the next question I would say, now what? And that was really to drive urgency. You know, and I think every company needs to have a sense of urgency. You want people to get excited about ideas and then be passionate about making them happen and getting them into the marketplace for your customers as fast as you can. Now, the chaos thing, I think, is very interesting. You know, a lot of times during that process, you don't have all the answers. So I think it's okay to have chaos and work through the challenges and work through the issues. But one of the things I think you have to do as a leader is to ultimately get clarity and real definition of what you want to have happen because that's going to make sure that you're able to execute in a much better way.
0: One of the things that I always look for when I'm bringing a new person onto the team is do they have a bias towards action? Because there's nothing more frustrating than someone setting up a bunch of meetings and presenting ideas and talking strategy, but not having that motivation to actually execute the ideas. So a lot of times we get caught up in kind of the bureaucracy of it all, especially in large organizations where you're having a bunch of meetings every single day. It's really important to ask yourself, now what? You know, at the end of each meeting or at the end of each day or at the end of each week so that you maintain that bias towards action and you keep that fire kind of lit underneath your feet to actually go out and execute on some of these big ideas that people are excited about.
1: I think one of the biggest derailing factors I've seen in leaders is that they do a great job of analysis. They do a great job of laying out what needs to be done, but then they don't have that sense of urgency to make it happen. So the best leaders combine the fact that you not only have to have the idea, you got to have the stick and the and the drive to really make it happen.
0: And when you do that as a leader, it also models that same behavior for the people that you lead. So I agree. I think that's so important to embody as a leader. All right, question number two. I love what Gail says about how one can become a more creative person by pushing the norms, breaking the rules, and doing things that make you uncomfortable. David, what would you say to leaders who are wanting to expand their creativity? And what are some of the things that you do to keep your creative
1: juices flowing? Well, I think one of the key components of creativity is just your mindset. And it's so important to have the mindset of suspending judgment. You want to hear what all the ideas are on the team. And you, you want to uh, listen to all the ideas and, and not judge them early on in the process, because what that does is that squashes everybody else's creativity. Put things in the incubator. Let them settle in. See which ideas really pop out where the team gets alignment on and says, that's really a big idea. That only happens if you suspend judgment and, and you let the process play out. So one of the big things I'd say that's a real important factor for creativity is that you got to be patient enough to listen to all the ideas, and then you can go through the analytical process of figuring out which one is going to be the biggest. You know, one of the key things about creativity is that you have to be creative yourself and the way I would get my creative juices flowing is I'm a big believer in building know-how. You know, I, I love to read a lot, see what everybody else is doing in the industry, see what people are doing in other industries, and then ask myself the question, okay, if they're doing it there, how can I do it in our business so that we can have the same kind of success? By doing it maybe a little bit differently, but basically understanding the genesis of the idea and then applying it to a, our particular situation.
0: I love that. One of the things that I do to stay creative and kind of feed that innovative part of my mind is to just follow brands on social media that I think do a really great engaging job of communicating a message in a succinct way. And you know, like you said David a lot of times, it won't be your same industry and the brand might be selling a completely different product, but you got to get new ideas for how to communicate things with words and with visuals and with video. And I think that if you have, you know, five to ten brands that are your go-to brands for inspiration, then you're never going to be bored and you're never going to not have a creative idea to come to the table with.
1: You know, it's really fun to see how people leverage events. And, and what's going on in the world. you know I love taco bells, steal a base. you know once somebody steals a base, you get a free taco. you know And they do that on Tuesdays and they go, how can you give away all those tacos? Well, if you give away one taco, people come in and buy about eight dollars more of everything else. So it really works out for them. And then I saw where that huge Houston Astros fan. Mattress Mac. He's a big fan of the Astros. And he said, if you come in and you buy $3,000 of merchandise at my store, you know, and the Astros win, I'll give it to you free. And then he takes that money and then he invests it in Las Vegas and he rolls the dice and he gets $30 million back. I mean, did you see the press when that guy rolled out in a wheelbarrow? millions and millions and millions of dollars of cash. I couldn't believe it. But let me tell you something, that got a lot of attention. He makes a fortune and still makes all of these customers happy and he gets all this PR, but that's really being creative and that's thinking outside the box. And both of those examples are cases and points that it really pays off for you when you do.
0: All right, question number three. Gail talked about how important it is to develop big ideas and and really just how important big ideas are in order to motivate
1: your people and continue to grow your business. David, how do you think through
0: big ideas?
1: One of the things that I always did at the end of the year, and the reason why I bring up the end of the year, it is getting close to the end of the year. But about this time every year, I would take a look at our company and our brands and say, you know, what are we really doing well And more importantly, what do we need to do to really take the business to the next level? And then I would develop a theme for the next year that was based on the biggest idea I thought we could pursue that would make our company better. One year, we focused on innovation, that we really had to get our new product pipeline full so that we would have great products ready to go so that we could overlap the great same-store sales growth that we have. Another year, it was we needed to get even more passionate about our customers, so I created this program called Customer Mania. I wanted people to be maniacal about pursuing our customers and making them happy. And then one year... I realized, you know, gosh, we have all these really good ideas, but we're just not very good at execution. So I said, let's really make execution the big thing that we focused on. So... I really put a lot of pressure on everybody in the organization to put process and discipline around what really matters so we could ensure that we got great execution. And I I think one of the things that you can do as a leader now is think about exactly where your business is today and then ask yourself, what's that big idea in my organization that I can pursue that can take our business to the next level? And I have to tell you, that was one of the most effective things I did to keep our business growing and growing each year.
0: I also imagine pairing that with that sense of urgency and bias towards action is what really allowed you to get such big things done with your team.
1: Absolutely. And by the way, if you didn't have a sense of urgency working with me, you had a problem. You know, there's nothing that I hated more was somebody who is lazy, lethargic, and took forever to get something done. I wanted people who are really going after the business, attacking it and getting things done. And that's what really fires up the organization. is that contagious enthusiasm to drive great execution behind really big ideas.
0: That wraps our episode of three more questions for today. Thanks so much for tuning in to How Leaders Lead. We're on a mission to make the world a better place by developing better leaders. And if you carve out a little time with us each and every week, we'll help you build the confidence you need to lead well.
1: So tune in Thursday for my conversation with Edward Lee, celebrity chef, author, and restaurateur.